This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. Can you hear me? Hey. Hey, Hector, how's it going? Good, good. How are you? Let me, let me start, get you off. I'm watching you on the TV. All right, so what has happened to you, paranormally or supernaturally? Well, I had a, a an NDE. Well, actually, what I, I called it all, I always called it a DE, a death experience. Hmm, what happened? Uh, back in the, uh, the mid-'80s, uh, during my uh, alcohol and drug and criminal career, um, I was locked up at the uh, Brooklyn House of Detention in Brooklyn, and I was alcohol sick. Mm-hmm. And you can't be, I, I was chronically ill mm. from uh, alcohol. So you can't be alcohol sick. You know what I mean? You need your alcohol or you could die. So I was in there for about uh, three days before this happened. Uh, I had told the doctor, I said, listen, you know, I need some help. I can't, even the people around me noticed. People were saying, hey, man, you're going to die. You look sick. It, it was during the AIDS uh, epidemic, and um, some, a lot of the inmates that were in there thought I had AIDS. You know, I didn't have AIDS. Um, but anyway, um, I was on my way to, uh, on a chain gang to uh, Rikers Island. So they were taking us to Rikers Island. I was on a chain gang. I was shackled and handcuffed to a bunch of guys. And uh, I heard this ringing in my left ear. And then I actually saw myself for a couple of seconds falling. I had no control over it. I was falling. And after that, um, they had you know, unhooked me or whatever and then uh, unshackled me and taken me over to uh, to a certain spot in the jail where, um, you know, where it was a set, whatever. It, it was a wide open space. It wasn't too far from where I collapsed. And all of a sudden, I see myself. I was, they, they had me laying on my back. I popped out of the body. And I was facing up. So immediately I, I spun around and I saw the body laying there. So the guards were on top of me. They were doing CPR, whatever they were doing. So I went around them so I could get a better look. And, uh, and I, what I'm looking at is the face now. And it looks like my brother because mm. we, we looked alike. We, we were only a year and a half apart or two years or whatever. So I said, what the is my brother doing laying here and here, you know? Because my brother was not like me. He was an older brother. He never got in trouble with the cops. And he never, um, you know, experienced jail or anything like that. So I, I was surprised. I said, why is this guy doing laying here? And I realized it was me because of the clothing and, and all of that. 
So I'm at there. I'm at the guards' uh, ankles because the body's on the floor, and they're all around the body. So I'm at their ankles, and I'm looking. I'm I'm just staring at it, and you know. And I think about it. I say to myself, "Geez, I was nobody's son. I was nobody's friend. I was nobody's brother. You know, uncle, whatever." I was just me. I was just me, and I'm observing this, like I knew. It, I wasn't shocked or surprised or nothing like that. It's as if though I've done this before. Hmm. And uh, so I'm going around. It must have been minutes, maybe five minutes, maybe four or five minutes. And I'm going around. And I'm hearing all the noise. You know, everybody talking, screaming, hollering. It was very noisy in there. Jails are usually noisy anyway. But they were um, talking amongst themselves, and, and I was going around and observing and all of that. And all of a sudden, I see a uh, <laughs> uh, like a vortex opening up in the ceiling in the corner. So I went around. I caught it with the, with the corner of my eye. So I went around. I didn't have no body. I had absolutely no body, no arms, no legs, nothing. So anyway, I went up there to where the um, the vortex is, and I went in. I went into this thing. So as I, I went in, I looked back at the scene, and I could see it fading into darkness. You know, the, the jailhouse. Not the jailhouse itself, but the guards, the body laying on the floor. I couldn't hardly see it because of the guards. But I can see their sneakers, and, and it's just fading into darkness, uh, sort of like pixelated. It wasn't just like, uh, you know, you got light and dark. The dark side was taking over the light side, the part where there was light, but it was sort of like pixelated around the rims. Anyway, so I turn around, I'm going the other direction and it's obviously like a tunnel and the very first thing that I feel or sense or whatever it was amazing was an overwhelming sense of peace just peace like you can't describe peace here you know, like us. You, you just can't this is absolute unadulterated peace and immediately after that, I, I noticed that I had no more insecurities. There were no insecurities whatsoever. They were gone. And then an overwhelming sense of confidence came over me, like you wouldn't believe. Like I was confidence. <laughs> I mean, you can, I walk around like a confident guy. And, and, you know, I assert myself in a certain way, depending on the situation or whatever. But this was an, a confidence like like no other. And then, um, so I had the peace and the, the no insecurity, the confidence, and this overwhelming euphoric feeling of bliss. And I, it was just total. Every time I think of it, I go there once in a while, you know, without any medications. And it's just absolutely unbelievable. But anyway, so I'm going forward and... Um, 
all of a sudden I noticed these uh, light beings, two of them, and they're female. They have no uh, features of a female. It's just a feeling that they were female. And so I get over there and they're telling me that, that I had to go back that it wasn't my time or whatever they were saying. Uh, and I refused. Hmm. I kind of went around one of them and, and then uh, another one stopped me and said, you have to go back. So as I'm looking around in the area there, uh, to my left, there's this uh, immense, huge ocean of, of energy, like a field of uh, of energy. I found a, a, a picture on the internet um, that sort of resembles what I saw. And it was amazing, just as if though you were standing on a beach and looking uh, at the ocean. The only thing that this was all dark and the energy field was uh, like radio waves. And they um, they admitted light they admitted light, like translucent light. And also there was millions and like millions of orbs. It, it looked like little orbs bouncing out of it. And there was a, so I tried to go near there and I noticed that there's a, an, a, a, another translucent light being, but this one was male. And the reason, and again, no features, nothing like that, just a translucent being of light. Uh, and it was male. And I know it was male because of the feeling I got. It was just like feeling. They were communicating um, just in thought. It was like we were. I said some things to them. I don't remember what I said, but I said some things to them, and we were going back and forth that way. And um, so I decided to to look down <clears throat> at to see if. You know, some curiosity kicked in. So I decided to look down to see if um, if I had, you know, a body or whatever. And what I noticed was that I was a translucent light, like an orb he, uh, around. You know, I looked all the way down as if though <laughs> I was looking, trying to look past my belly and my feet. And uh, what I noticed was that I was a translucent orb and I had this uh, little, uh, it was round. My body, this little body I had, which is an orb, was round. And I had like this little, uh, sort of like a skirt or something that went around with it. And it was like... Uh, a wavy, like uh, you ever notice those those fish that are in deep sea and they have those fancy uh, fins that just flop around, but it went around. It was round, and so I thought that was pretty cool. But you know, again, I I just had a lot of um, an overwhelming feeling of of peace and tranquility, like no other. And I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to go back for nothing. So anyway, um, the girl tells me one of the one of the beings tell me to look back, 
So I did. I looked back and she said, look down. And I looked back and down. And what I saw was my body, very tiny, very tiny, tiny. But I know it's my body. And uh, it was, there was like a spotlight on it and nothing else around it. It was like in total darkness, absolute vanta black. It was darkness. And the only thing you could see is the body and the spotlight is on it, right? So uh, it was. It's like uh, like an actor on a stage mm-hmm. in a dark theater, and there's right. a spotlight on him, and you don't see nothing else around him, just that, right? So it was like that, and so I decided to go back because they weren't letting me through. I had another choice. I said, okay. And as soon as I said, okay, I went flying back. And I could tell I'm flying back at warp speed now because uh, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, the body. And I get there and I go in through the forehead. Um, I go into the forehead. And as soon as I wake up, I, I go through the forehead, my eyes open. And now I'm in jail. But what really gets me every time I think about this, this happened in the 1980s now, is um, I didn't uh, see anything on final approach. You know, like yeah. I didn't see a room. I didn't see a building. I didn't see any guards. When I, when I approached the body and I got very close to it, I wasn't in a room. It was just the body. And as soon as I opened my eyes, boom, I was back in that room. I was back in jail. Were you back in Never your cell? going through a building or anything. I was back on the floor where they had me. Hmm. I was still, they still had me laying on the floor. Did they think that you had died or what did the people there in yeah. the earth realm yeah. think that happened to you? They, they, I think this is documented. You know, they have, uh, they think that I had died. Uh, according to um, one of the guys that was there, that I know from from the neighborhood uh, said I thought I had died. As I, when I came back, and the guard, as soon as I opened my eyes, the guard grabbed me and lifted me up. I tell the guard, I says, I went somewhere, mm-hmm. and he said, <laughs> he said to me, no, I told him that 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 I saw my body. That's what I told him. I saw my body, and I went somewhere. That's what I said. So he says to me, What did you see? Referring to, to, to the body. Oh, no, he said, what was different? Was there anything different? Like, as if though he knew or whatever, right? He says, was there anything different? And he said, and, and I said to him, yeah, the jacket was different. And he dismissed it. He said, ah, that's, he used some, you know, that's bullshit. <laughs> so dismissed it. I, the, he stuffed me in this, uh, <laughs> I was very, very, very angry. When I came back, extremely angry, like, no, I mean, I was blown up. He puts me in a cell with this guy, one guy waiting for the doctor to come up. And I'm staring at the guy with the, the meanest look, I guess, that I could ever give somebody or whatever. And the guy looks at me and he goes, why are you looking at me like that? What is what is wrong with you? You know, and that kind of like snapped me out of it. And uh, I faced the, the, the cell uh, bars at the door, and I was banging on it for him to get me out of there. 
and um, the doctor came, pulled me out, and he was messing with my juggler veins. And I told the doctor, I said, I told you that was going to happen. I told you. I told the doctor very loud. Everybody heard it. And uh, so anyway, the jacket, the jacket that that I saw, um, the, when I first got out of the body, I had my regular clothes on. It was the same jacket I went in with. All the clothes were the same. But after a while of going around, the jacket changed. So the jacket was a, a corduroy. It was a beige corduroy, something I wouldn't be caught dead in. So no pun intended. But anyway, he uh, had a, a fur collar. It was beige corduroy. And that's what I saw, you know, towards the end before I went up to the vortex. So anyway, um, I went to see the judge. The judge threw me out of there. He says, get out of here. The case closed, dismissed, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what the case was about. And um, so they gave me tokens to to, uh, take the train home, Uh, you know, subway tokens. And so what I did was um, I went to the liquor store. I got me a pint of wine, and I walked home. Brownsville is far from downtown Brooklyn, but I walked, and it was cold. But anyway, um, so months later, months later, oh, another thing, Jeff, um, I wasn't alcohol sick anymore. Mm. When I came back, because I was sick, I was before that, I was sick and dying, and I did, whatever. But I was alcohol sick, and then when I came back, I wasn't. I was just, like, very, very angry. And I was, you know, messed up and, and, and confused and, and, you know, all beat up and everything. But I was not, and I didn't realize that until years later that I got to the thinking about this whole thing and all that, I got to realize, wow, when I came back, I wasn't sick, you know? So anyway, months later, I'm helping um, an old friend move, an older guy, uh, move his apartment. And I was homeless and he was helping me um, get back on my feet and all that. And, you know, I know him all my life. He knows me since I'm a kid. And so I'm helping him move, and he and, and I thought I was going to get some money for it. But what he did was he gave me uh, food and clothing, and he gave me a suitcase and I had clothing in it, and he gave me food, and and I was like, all right, I wasn't very happy because I really wanted money. But anyway, I get to uh, to the basement where I, where I was staying at night. I was homeless, so I used to sleep in a basement uh, to stay out of the cold weather. And I open up the suitcase, and there's the uh, brown jacket, the corduroy jacket mm. that I saw on the body before I went into the vortex. And I thought absolutely nothing of it at the time. <laughs> I kid you not. It was like I knew it was. It's amazing thing to think. I mean, if if you walk in around your house and all of a sudden you see a vortex opening up uh you know you're gonna think what the hell is that you know 
you're going to get spooked. But after the, um, after that experience, um, I kind of like knew that there was another realm that I wasn't ever sure, but I kind of like always knew. And also the fear of death was like, absolutely obliterated. It's gone. Did you change in any way your personality? Personality, no. My personality was, matter of fact, uh, when when I was at the other on the other side, I was still the same. My personality has not changed. What I've always been a spiritual person. Um, I was uh, raised Catholic in a Catholic church. The church was the center of the neighborhood. I grew up in an Italian. Uh, section of the uh, of our neighborhood um and you know we all the, the church was was our centerpiece the catholic church i never subscribed to to it really i was an altar boy and a lector uh, i loved it i loved doing midnight mass and you know preparing for it and all that but you know i mean i never uh, was really a religious person and I realized also that uh, religion plays no part in uh, in all this thing in the grand scheme of things, you know, mm. for me. And uh, as far as um, as far as the uh, changing anything about me, let's just say that uh, the years uh, after that incident after that happened i started getting my life together i went to rehab for three years i became a a counselor for the for the program i helped kids adolescents um re-enter society i did a lot of uh, straight uh scared straight uh, with them i took them to rikers island locked them up in cells and scared the crap out of them so you know, I did a lot of a lot of stuff, but I've always um, been an introspector, and I always think about this um, experience, and I cherish it. And uh, you're the first person, uh, you know, that I've ever spoken to on uh, like this here with an audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've told people, and you know, they dismiss it. They wow. they think you're crazy and stupid and whatever. And well, so, because it's so, you know, it, it, it's mine <laughs> and I cherish it and I love it. And I go to sleep and I think about it. Uh, I go there. I got COVID, the, uh, the long version of, uh, of COVID. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I mean, I, I didn't want to go because my sister and my daughter, uh, but uh, I really didn't care to tell you the truth. Uh, I went to the hospital and um, they were, were going to keep me. I brought my breathing up through breathing exercises and they realized that uh, they they weren't going to keep me because there were so many other sick people there. But, you know, I, I took care of myself. Uh, I was sick for about two months. Um, a lot of different symptoms and I attacked every one of them with my soul, you know, I, I focus on it and I attack it with my soul, not with my brain. Um, 
also uh, I always uh, looked at myself as a um, like a soul with a body, you know, as opposed to a body with a soul. Uh, Wayne Dwyer said that also, but I, I always thought of that. And also, um, I never really liked people around me until I started to look at them as souls. Mm-hmm. The same way I look at myself. And it's amazing. Uh, it's sometimes the feelings are overwhelming, you know, uh, people that, um, people that I had a hard time with, people I didn't like and didn't like me. Uh, I've gotten next to them and, and connected soul. And it's amazing what happens. I mean, with me, it's amazing what happens. The other person actually feels, and, um, for some reason, they kind of like not like you that much anymore. <laughs> that makes any sense. Have you discovered for yourself why you were sent back or why you think you were? Set back or sent back? Yes. I think that I was sent back um, because I had no love for myself. Um I came here to whatever the master plan is, and I didn't achieve it in any way. I was strictly uh, concerned with alcohol and drugs and um, crime. Um, so even though, even though I, I uh, very young, I, I I was a manager. I was a general manager. Uh, I got mixed up into, uh, I got myself mixed up with heroin, um, heroin and alcohol. And a very popular drug at the time was also Quaaludes, which are great. I'm not, I'm not promoting them, but <laughs> at the time they were. <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got, I got really hooked uh, uh, on heroin, I got I got I lost my job behind it, which is a great job. Um, and I was uh, alcohol, and also I was general manager of a beer distributor in Brooklyn, hmm. and um, so I had the beer there all the time. Hmm. Six o'clock in the morning, whatever it was, I had my beer. Do you still remember the experience clear today, or as clear today as you did when it happened? Absolutely. Um, the, the only thing that I don't remember is, is I'm sure I, I, um, I made some comments to these light beings, um, because it was back and forth kind of thing. I know that for a fact, but I just don't remember what I said, but I do remember them telling me that, uh, the, uh, female, uh, light beings that I had to go back. You got to go back. They said, you got to go back. Um, I don't know if they said it's, you know, not your time or whatever. Sometimes that pops into my head. A lot of mm-hmm. times it doesn't. I go back there and I visit the, the, um, I visit the place in my, in my head, in my imagination, in mm-hmm. my soul. I feel it. I don't feel the, uh, you know, the peace because I think I don't, because I'm here. You understand? I'm in this body. My vibrations aren't as high as it was uh, over there. 
but um you know but i i go there many times before i go to sleep and it's the most amazing thing and after watching your podcast mm. and stuff like that which i think is great well thank you um I watched a lot of your podcasts throughout the year or whatever on YouTube. And I always say, you know, one day I got to call this guy. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you shared with us. And I'm pretty sure the other 300 people watching are glad you shared too. You came to the right audience for this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. Uh, I realize that. That's why I did it. I, I wouldn't do it. Uh, you know, I've seen uh, the INBS thing. I went to their website. And um, I, I just felt like they were probing uh, too much, asking too many questions. Uh, the questionnaire was was just, I don't know, like they were doing an experiment on me. So I, <laughs> oh, wow. I'd rather just, you know, talk to a guy like you. Well, I appreciate who, uh, that. Thank you. Yeah. One of the things I found interesting was from what you were saying, it seemed like you had already been through this before. It's like, oh, I'm doing this again. Is that right? Yeah. When when I came out of the body, I wasn't shocked. Uh -huh. I, I was facing up the ceiling when I came out of my chest. I was facing up the ceiling, and I immediately spun around. And I wasn't shocked. I, I thought it was my brother. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing I thought. And... Uh, and I immediately went around the guards who were blocking my way. And um, I was at their ankles and I saw the face and I said, shit, <laughs> uh, you know, my brother, that's my brother. What is my brother doing in here? Because it was a jail. I realized I was in jail. You know, that never left my personality. It was me, me that I'm talking to you right now. That's who it was. It, I wasn't no different. Mm hmm. And, and I wasn't shocked or scared or, or anything. It's like I've been there before. I've done this. Here we go again. Whatever. Mm. But, yeah, all nonchalant about it. Have you ever considered getting hypnotized and see if you can remember with the conversation with you and the light beings? Uh, yes. When, actually, uh, yes, I want to do that. One day I'm going to do that. I want to go through the whole thing again. Mm. Maybe I could get that feeling again <laughs> it's amazing man it's just it's incredible it's like sometimes i think i'm just wasting my time here i'm not suicidal off of uh that experience must have happened i don't remember the year it happened after 85 i know that mm. um i know it happened after 85 because of uh, a certain event and i i know that uh, that hadn't happened yet. In 89, uh, in 89, actually from, from around that time, after the, this experience, I started to get my life together, you know, mm -hmm. trying my hardest, my damnness to put an end to that. Life's, you know, the problem with me was, uh, with the alcohol especially, because I, I kicked heroin with alcohol. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So with, with me, um, the alcohol was worse than the heroin by about a hundred million times the withdrawal. I kicked heroin without no problem. I couldn't kick alcohol. I would get seizures.
appreciate it. I just wanted to say that, yeah, uh, to finish answering your question, I did change uh, my life, uh, has changed immensely, um, especially spiritually. You know, um, I got into quantum everything. Don't know how, but mm-hmm. one day I was in the library and it popped up a voice in my head and I did it. I didn't know what quantum was, but uh, I associate quantum with the experience and um one day I'll tell you a little more about that. I'll, cool. let, I'll let you go, and I appreciate you having me on, and uh, have yourself a great evening. Thank you, and Hector, thank you again for sharing with us. Uh, we all, I know, I appreciate you, and I'm sure everybody else here appreciates you coming in. And and um, thanks for the first time publicly sharing your story like this. Not a problem, my friend. Thank all you. All right, bud. You have a good rest of your night. You too. Bye-bye now. Take care. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.